Network presents Football Time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Futures NFL style. We had college last week. We got NFL this week. Uh, this is maybe my favorite. <laughs> maybe NBA Futures tops this one, but uh, I usually have a thick booklet <laughs> of NFL Futures. You have a magazine, so uh, you got a plenty as well. I, I, I tried to keep pace with you. I knew I stood no chance, but uh, I, I got a little bit here. All right, so let's kick things off. I'm going to get my Super Bowl stuff out of the way because right. I don't basically want to read off my list. I have four AFC teams, four NFC teams to win the Super Bowl. We got Bills, Dolphins, Jaguars, and... Uh, what was the Steelers on the four AFC side of things and on the NFC, the Eagles, Niners, Seahawks, Packers. We have that and it's all mixed together, all round robin together. Every outcome. Every outcome. With those eight teams. Is both as a Super Bowl matchup, Super Bowl exact result, Super Bowl winner. Also, AFC winner, NFC winner, all those are there. So we save a lot of talking. Those were my four. If you want to mingle all those together, a couple of those are really, really nice. A couple Steelers, Packer ones, a couple Seahawks, and like uh, I would Jags. be shocked if we get a Steelers, Packers Super Bowl. I think Bowl. there's a Jag one, maybe Jags, Packers uh, exact result that uh, is in like the thousand to one area. So uh, if you want to venture into those worlds, you really only have to bet a dollar to win some money. But uh, I know Dynamite has some. Super Bowl future. I've, I've got a few here. I'm, I'm leaning heavily towards a couple teams here. Uh, I, I really like the Eagles this year. They they pushed all the way to the end last year. Couldn't quite get over the top. Uh, I, they loaded up even more this year and, and could be even better. Uh, so I've got a couple uh, plays here. One Eagles Super Bowl winner. Got a unit that eight to one, uh, and then some exact results. I've got Eagles over Bills at forty one to one. One as well. I've got Eagles over Chiefs. At thirty-four to one, I bounced out on the Chiefs this year. That I've, was last year's winner. I've got here's here's my highest value one: Eagles over Jags at hundred and ten to one. one as well. Uh, and then uh, Bills to beat Eagles. Uh, I think the Bills uh, this may be their year uh, to get a push and, and and jump over the Chiefs and make it there. Uh, Bills over Eagles in the Super Bowl at forty-one to one. I've got a quarter of a unit on all those exact results. And then finally, I did a to make the playoff. Parlay uh, with teams I like. It's five teams: uh, Eagles, Chiefs, Jags, Lions, Seahawks, all to make the playoffs at plus five fifty. Five unit play there. That's one of my bigger plays. All right, so let's break this down. We're going to go through each division with our teams that we have uh, futures on, and then we're going to go sort of through our individual player stuff. We'll go year end awards, year end thing, and then we'll just go through teams that we have individual. Uh, awards on too. We'll see what we got. Let's start out in the AFC East. Let's start out with those Buffalo Bills. I got a couple Buffalo Bill ones uh, to hit on here. Division winner plus 120. That's a three-unit play. I, I think there's pretty good value there. I, I know Miami. I, I know the Jets are, are looking there, but uh, I still think Buffalo's easily the best team getting pretty good value. 
at the plus 120. I got uh, exact order. I went two different ways here. I went Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets, 12 to 1. And then I went uh, Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, uh, Jets on that one. So uh, flip-flop, Patriots, Dolphins on the two with the Bills winner, 19 to 1 on that one. I put point one. Oh, unit on that uh, on that one. And then lastly, Buffalo Bills over 10 and a half wins, minus 144. Two units on that, uh, I think 11 wins. E- even if the Bills regress three wins, they're still hitting that uh, 11 uh, win mark uh, from last year. So I, I liked that one pretty safe there, uh, over 10 and a half wins on the Bills. I've just got one play involving the Bills uh, team-wise, and it's the exact order of finish. For the division, uh, I think this division's going one way, and I've got Bills, Dolphins, Jets, Patriots. Oh, uh, six fifty. I got a unit on that. I, I'm not. Big, I think the Patriots are going to be pretty bad. I'm not much bigger on the Jets. I think they're the bottom two, clear yeah. bottom two. Uh, but I think the Dolphins, if if two can stay healthy, are going to be right there. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move to the Miami Dolphins. couple ones I, I got, um, you know, outside of my Super Bowl and AFC winner ones. Uh, number one seed uh, in uh, the AFC was 14-1. to 1. Got a little on that one. Uh, most points in the NFL, 20-1 to 1 on that one. And then make playoffs, minus 105. I got a two-and-a-half unit yep. play. That's one of my cover ones on that one. Really like that one uh, on the Miami. Dolphins. Anything for you? On yeah, the my, my first play on Dolphins. I've got Dolphins to make the playoffs. <laughs> minus 105. I put a unit on that. I really, I really like that. I think this team is definitely at least a wild card. Yeah. Uh, just too many weapons on this team to I, not be successful. I mean, you even saw it last year. And when, I, I kind of like their coach. When Tua got hurt, they were able to sort of overcome. Yeah. It wasn't as smooth and flashy, but they were able to still win games. And then I've got one more on the Dolphins, and it's uh, uh, Dolphins to score one plus passing touchdown. Every regular season game. I think they've just got way too many weapons to not get a passing touchdown. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, with Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill, uh, we could get a passing touchdown. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, 10 to 1. I've got half a unit on that one. All right. I'll move on to the Jets. Only one future on the Jets. Same for Under me. the 9.5 wins, uh, plus 102 units. Uh, I, mine's similar. Uh, I've got Jets to not make the playoffs oh, at uh, plus 110. I've got one oh, unit got on that. you a little bit better value than I did. Because <laughs> I guess... Uh, what, did, what did you say, under 9.5? Yeah, I basically two well, wins to make they're the not, they're not making the playoffs <laughs> if they go under 9.5, I don't think. I mean, crazy I, things could happen. I think so. we're in the same thing. We just <laughs> went about it in a different way. Yeah. Um, I had no uh, futures on the Patriots. Uh, it That's sort of same for me. All right, we'll move on to the AFC South. Then we'll go to my Jacksonville uh, Jaguars. I got a couple plays here. Um, I got AFC Wild Card Jacksonville Jaguars plus eight fifty. I thought that was pretty good value there because I, I think there's a possibility two teams come out of here. Uh, I think the Titans could, in theory, be a threat to win this division. Uh, so I think Jacksonville might slip, but I think both could be in that 10-win range uh, if things go right for Tennessee. Plus 850 I thought was good value, uh, but we flipped things over to the other side. I got Jacksonville number one seed as well <laughs> at 12-1, to 1. Uh, and then I have a couple of exact order. You could probably figure this out, uh, but... 
We're going Jags, Titans, Texans, Colts, plus 650. We're going Jags, Titans, Colts, Texans. So we're covering our bases, whichever way the Colts and Texans flip. Uh, that one's at 600. And then I did an alt win on the Jaguars in case they're that sort of team that makes that leap. Uh, alt win over 12 and a half wins, plus 400 on that. Uh, I like that one. Half unit on that one. What do you got for the Jaguars? So I've got the exact order of finish. But I, I only took the one because I, I'm actually a little bigger on the Colts than the yeah. Texans than you. Uh, so I've got Jags, Titans, Colts, Texans, uh, six to one there, one unit there. And then I've got a couple on the Jags. Uh, one, I've got them over nine and a half wins yeah. at minus 144 unit play there. I think they get it to 10 at least because, uh, I, I mean, they're going to get four or five in conference, I believe. It's going to come down to the games against the Titans. Yeah. Um, and then... I, I, I should have done your uh, number one seed because yes. uh, it's a little less value. But I've got Jags conference winner. So playoff success here for the Jags. It's 15-1. to 1. I've got a unit on that. All right, let's move to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I, I got a couple in here uh, with the Titans. I got a couple that go with the Jag ones too. Uh, AFC wildcard plus 850 for the Titans. They think only one team's coming out here. If you grab both and you get two, you're going to hit that one, get pretty good value. I thought division winner plus 310. I thought that was pretty high uh, for a Titans team that, I, I mean. Well, I mean, it, it came down to the go, last game. It, of the, yeah. Titans were bad last year, yeah, and it, it came down to the last game of the season. I think they can be in around nine, ten wins if things go right, maybe more in, in that six to eight range, but. You know, it's football. They can win weird games. Uh, Minnesota won 12 games last year. I'm not sure they should have won three. So uh, weird things can happen. So I thought good value there at plus 310. And then this is where we're going to sort of combine things. We had the Jags uh, exact division order. We're going to do the same thing, but we're going to do it with the Titans. Titans, Jags, Texans, Colts. Titans, Jacks, Colts, Texans. That's 13 to 1 and 10 to 1. Basically, if you have all four of those, you're probably pretty safe that the Jags yeah. or Titans are going to win the division. You're probably pretty safe that the Texans and Colts are going to finish somewhere 3 4. Uh, yeah, you lose a little bit in the sixes, uh, but 10, 13, you're going to win money yeah. as long as those two don't totally go in the tank there. Uh, but then I went the other side of things on the alternate win side for the Titans. We, we talked about it in our preview. If this team starts badly, I, I'm wondering if we get the tankage style. So I have alternate under three and a half wins oh, wow. at eight to one. So uh, You were just talking them up so much. Yes, I know. But <laughs> I, I'm covering both sides. Uh, Caleb Williams is a very fancy quarterback. Would look nice behind center there. Much better than the three they have. So uh, I, I don't know if they do that, but at eight to one. I don't think it's off the table that they could be one of those teams. Uh, there are a couple quarterbacks, too, in this draft, so maybe they – I don't know if they hit the three and a half, but uh, I think it's a plausibility, especially if they start slow. Anything with the Titans with I, you? I'm actually done on this division, so if you want to wrap us up. All right. Well, I got one on the Colts uh, under six and a half wins. That seemed like a seven wins with a rookie quarterback Ooh. that we don't – quite even know if he's ready to play he wasn't even totally ready to play college football last year so uh, under six and a half wins for the colts minus 118 uh two units on that one all right let's go to the afc north uh i'm going to just so, just to be clear 
Nothing on the Texans for uh, either of us. Well, yes, nothing on the Texans. I think we went over Hamburg's preview. I don't quite know what I'm getting uh, from the Texans. AFC North, uh, I'm going to say I took AFC wild card for all four of these teams because they were all in the two-to-one range, two-and-a-half. Cleveland, AFC wild card, 260. Baltimore, 180. Uh, Pittsburgh, 260. And Bengals plus two hundred. Well, and we talked about this in our preview show. This uh, that could be three of them. That's what it, I was like. We could get probably a, two at yeah, least. We're getting probably two from that division. We could possibly get three. <laughs> You're getting three off that. So I didn't want to have to read it every time. Everyone in that division possible right. wild card, but uh, Steelers uh, division winner. Plus 470 with the wild card winner, and that's what I got on the Steelers. What do you got? I, I don't have anything on the Steelers. I, I think they're just a really big wild card. Yeah. Uh, nothing would surprise me with this team. I got more player stuff uh, here okay. with the Steelers uh, when we get to that. Ravens, I mentioned it, wild card for them. That's all I got for them. Anything for the Ravens? I've actually got Baltimore to not make the playoffs oh. at plus 122, unit on that one. Uh, Cleveland. I, I got a couple on Cleveland here. Uh, division winner. Plus 400. I'm going to play that game. And then I'm going to go with your bets, except rushing. I'm going Cleveland Browns. One rushing touchdown every regular season game, 30 to 1. You got Chubb. You got Watson. You got uh, Mitchell there, too, who can run the little streaky things. I, I find it that's probably pretty hard, but 30 to 1. I figure if you play the season 30 times, that might occur one time. So I thought decent value there uh, on Cleveland. One rushing touchdown every regular season game. Uh, yeah, I've got uh, just one on Cleveland under nine and a half wins. Oh. Minus 134, one unit. I I think we're going to see the Bengals, Steelers near the top, and uh, um, Ravens, Cleveland at the bottom. All right, uh, Cincy. Uh, Wild card thing for me. That's all I got. Anything with Cincy with you? Uh, I got him division winner plus one fifty. Unit on that. I think it's a decent one. All right, uh, let's go out to the AFC West here. Uh, I, I don't think I knew exactly what to do with this division. This is probably my lowest. Yeah, one. this one was kind of. There's a lot of wild cards. Well, once I didn't bet the not Chiefs, wild cards in yes. the playoffs. Wild cards as in we have no idea what we're getting. Once I didn't make the bet with the Chiefs, I yeah. decided I didn't want their futures this year. Uh, you know, it sort of left me hanging out there. But we'll go with the Broncos. Um, we're going to take a really long shot. Number one seed, Denver Broncos. Woo! Sean Payton takes over and uh, gets that win. That's a 30 to 1. So uh, we're we're going to see if we can hit a lotto ticket and Sean Payton is just smarter than everyone and maybe Russell Wilson is mediocre at quarterback would probably be all I ask. Uh, also division winner 6 to 1 uh, for the Denver uh, Broncos there at uh, a quarter of a unit and then we got exact order Broncos Chiefs Chargers Raiders 13 to 1 for me for the Broncos. Uh, yeah, I've got uh, Broncos under eight and a half wins. I think they're going to be better. I think they're going to be right at like eight. So uh, that's minus 114, one unit on that one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Kansas City Chiefs. I got two little things on there. AFC wildcard plus 360. I added this one once I heard the Kelsey injury. Because yeah. if he's out a long time, or they just slow play it. I, this could be something where you just don't want to mess with it. Bring him back second half of the season. Get yourself into the playoffs. Yeah. It's not like the Chiefs are, you know, 
worried about having to go on the road or anything like that. They can play football where they can play football. Healthy Kelsey is more important than, you know, winning 13 games in the regular season uh, to them. So AFC wildcard plus 360. And then uh, we're going to do exact order. We're going Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders. So we just flipped the uh, Broncos uh, Chiefs thing from uh, my Broncos play plus 550 on uh, all right, I've got two on the Chiefs. One, I'm taking the over, 11 and a half. I think we might see a little regression, but I think they get to 12 wins. Uh, minus 124, one unit on that. And then I'm taking the obvious exact order of finish. Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. It's just under 4 to 1 at plus 390. Yeah. Got a unit on that one. Yeah. All right, uh, let's go to the Las Vegas Raiders. I got a couple. Uh, one fun one here. Least regular season points, 40 to 1. I know everybody thinks There's the a good off- shot at that. offense is going to be flying. Uh, the Bucks will mm-hmm. probably give them a run for yes. their money. Uh, but uh, I, I feel like we might be in the Aiden O'Connell era pretty <laughs> quick. We might be in the Devontae Adams trade era pretty coach quick. Coach getting fired. We might be in the coach getting fired era pretty quick. Uh, we might be in the Josh Jacobs doesn't want to play running back <laughs> for them era pretty quick. Uh there's just a shot here that this becomes a really, really yeah. bad football team pretty quick. Uh, so 40-1 to 1 seemed like a lot. Granted, there are a couple teams in there. Carolina, Tampa, Arizona. But uh, it, it seemed like a decent long shot. Under the 6.5 wins, I'm really big on that one. Uh, two units, and then we're... Going with their alt line as well on this one, under the three-and-a-half win mark, uh, plus 420 on that one. I'm done in this division, so go ahead and wrap us up. Well, we're going to flip things on the Chargers here. We're going most points. Los Angeles Chargers, 16-to-1 on that one. Uh, Maybe Kellen Moore can get there, fling the ball around. Uh, Yeah. They score a lot of points. He did it at the Cowboys. That's – I think they had a year where they did hit that number. Uh, The – most points is a little random. It never seems to repeat, and it's never who you think. It also depends on the schedule. Yeah, it always is. It's So it's always a little bit of a shot in the dark. So, uh, all right. We ready to move to the NFC? NFC time. The things? I've right. got more in the NFC, I believe. All right. We're going to go out west first. Okay. Uh, so uh, we're going to start with San Francisco. Um, and... All I have is NFC wildcard plus 130 other than my Super Bowl and exact outcome bet. So NFC wildcard for the San Francisco 49ers plus 430. Uh, I've got one uh, just uh, to make the playoffs, San Fran, Seattle parlay, plus 124, four-unit play on that. Oh, I like that one. All right, so uh, we'll move to the Seahawks. This is probably one I I have a handful on here. Uh, With that, uh, we're going uh, number one seed. 13-1 Thirteen to one on the Seahawks, a uh, quarter of a unit on that one. Uh, NFC wild card for them plus two thirty uh, on that division winner plus two hundred. So we sort of cover both with the uh, good odds there. And then we got exact order: Seahawks, Niners, Rams, Cardinals plus five fifty. Uh, you could probably work out what the next one is: Seahawks, Niners, <laughs> Cardinals, Rams. Uh, Ten to one uh, on that one. Uh, we got a couple more here on the Seahawks best regular season record. 35 to 1 on that. Uh, I think there's a little bit of a shot there. Uh, so uh, I like that. Good odds there. And then over the 8.5 wins, minus 142. That's probably my biggest future play. I got a five unit play on the Seahawks going over that 8.5 win mark. Uh, I've got a couple on Seattle. I've got division winner plus 200, two unit play on that. And then I've got NFC winner, uh, 13 to 1, one unit on that. All right. Move. To the Rams, uh, 
I don't know if Achilles is going to like I, the future plays on this one. I have nothing on the Rams. I have no idea what to make of this team well, and what they're going to do. You're being nice to your friend. I'm going to drop Thor's hammer here. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be worst regular season record at 10-1. to 1. We're going to go a quarter of a unit there. Uh, we're going heavy on the under. Six and a half wins, minus 134. Oh, Two units Trying there. to keep Caleb Williams <laughs> at home, huh? We are. And then, of course... Uh, what I've done with all the teams I think are terrible. The alternate win total line under the three and a half wins plus 450 half unit on that one. You had nothing on the Rams. All right. Uh, Let's move to the Cardinals here. Um, I couldn't move the alternate window line uh, because the value was not very good, even on like the one and a half. Uh, so all I have on the Cardinals is under four and a half wins, minus 140. I, I, two I, I think this team is set up to be the best team at tanking this year. Uh, I got one play well, on considering Arizona. they started in the preseason, yes. Uh, Arizona, worst regular season record, plus 250. Four-unit play on that. It's another large one for me. Yes, I know. All right. Uh, Let's go to the NFC North and the Green Bay Packers. A couple ones on here. We differ on them quite a bit. I came to love them late. Uh, That's probably the last three days. I've gotten hot (laughs) on my Green Bay Packers. So I'm either going to win a lot of money early on or... uh, going to be losing a lot of money early on. It's either going to be South Alabama or Florida State for me, if we're taking a college uh, (laughs) view of this. All right, uh, so uh, NFC winner, Super Bowl winner, uh, but we're going to vision on them as well, plus 350. And then we have exact order, Packers, Lions, Vikings, Bears, and then as you, Packers, Vikings, Lions, Bears. So uh, it's... A flip of the Lions and Vikings in the two spot. Bears always last, uh, but uh, sixteen to one on the uh, first one with the Vikings. Bears three four and seventeen to one on the Lions. Bears uh, three four on that one. All right, I've just got one. Well, w- one combo play, but I'll get to that at the end. But uh, one individual play on the Packers under seven and a half wins. I got plus money on this, plus one twenty two, one unit on that one. Yeah, well. Seven I, wins or less. Yeah, this was the one with the big one. Uh, Packers beat the Steelers, exact Super Bowl result. Uh, that's a thousand to one. So uh, anyone who wants to throw a dollar on that one, uh, thousand bucks. Yeah, uh, replay of uh, Super Bowl two thousand and eleven. I think. Uh, all right, uh, Lions most points for me, uh, plus one thousand on that. Uh, so. Uh, Definitely a chance their offense was pretty prolific. Like I said, that's sort of a random dartboard. It's a matter of who you play and what sort of games <laughs> you're playing all year long. But uh, 10 to 1 uh, on most points for the Lions. Well, when you're as down on the Packers as I am, I think there's one clear bet in this division, and it's Lions, division winner, plus money, plus 145. Oh, someone's buying the Lions. Five units on that one for <laughs> oh, me. Oh, my. What could go wrong with someone betting the Lions? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Uh, Chicago Bears. Uh, I got uh, nothing on them. I got two. Uh, under seven and a half wins, uh, plus 100 on that two-unit play on that. And then uh, you could probably guess where this is going. Alternate win total. Uh, we're going under three and a half wins for the Chicago Ooh. Bears, eight to one. I 
think they might be a closet taker also in the Caleb Williams uh, sweepstakes if they continue to decide that uh, Justin Fields can't throw the ball, uh, which they basically spent all last season I think they know that. trying not to do. <laughs> so uh, we got Bears under the three and a half wins, eight to one. Pretty good value on that one. All right, let's go to the NFC Hang East. On. Oh, I thought you said you were done. No, I was didn't have anything on the Bears. Oh. You got anything on the Vikings? No, I have nothing on the I Vikings. I have one play on the Vikings, and then I have my special combo play that oh. I mentioned earlier. Uh, I've got Vikings under eight and a half wins. This is also plus money, plus 104, one unit. This team deserved to lose a lot of games last year that they figured out how to win somehow. Uh, they're going to have a huge regression uh, under eight and a half. And then my combo play, Bears, Packers, Vikings. All to not make the playoffs at plus 305. One unit on that. There's only one playoff team in this division, and it's the Detroit Lions. Oh, God. Uh, heavy betting on the Detroit Lions. He had topped your team. All right. Bold, bold statement. It is a bold statement. <laughs> I don't think they've won that division. I think, like, Cleveland has won the division more recently than, like, they have or something. All right. Uh, uh, where are we? NFC East. Uh, Already? Philadelphia Eagles. My Eagles. I got a couple exact orders uh, in this one. Eagles, Giants, Commanders, Cowboys. And then Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, Commanders, uh, 20 to 1 on the uh, Commanders, Cowboys, 3 4, and uh, 9 to 1 on Cowboys, Commanders, uh, uh, 3 4. Uh, I've got quite a bit on the Eagles. I uh, figured you were I, Eagles happy. I've got a number one NFC seed, plus 350, two units on that. Uh, NFC East winners, I think this is a lock at minus 115. I got five units on that one, a big play for them to win the division. Uh, and then NFC winner, plus 330, five unit win on that. So a lot of units on the Eagles. And then I've got a little another one of my fun ones, uh, at least a passing touchdown in every regular season game, 18 to 1, one unit on that. And then I've got an exact order of finish, Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. It's the most popular one, but still decent value, plus 440, one unit there. All right, uh, going to the New York Giants, going over the 7.5 wins, uh, minus 104, two-unit play there. Make the playoffs, plus 172, really like that one, uh, out of the NFC. I kind of like this Giants team, so a two-unit play on make the playoffs for the New York Giants. Yeah, I've, I've got a two-unit play, and it's also on the over 7.5 for the Giants, uh, minus 104. I think they're going to get right there. I don't know if it'll be enough to surpass the Cowboys, but I think they get right there around 8 or 9. All right, uh, I'm going to move to the Cowboys. I did one thing with the Cowboys. I did an alternate win total line under the 7.5 wins uh, on that one, plus 360. Uh we have Mike McCarthy calling offensive plays. There is a possibility for disaster to go on there. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll counter. I don't have anything with the Cowboys, but I'll go with my one play on the Commanders. I think this is another no-brainer. Uh, under six and a half wins, minus one twenty-two, two-unit play on that. All right, let's move to the NFC South. Uh, I'm excited for this division. I wasn't excited because I think everybody might be terrible in this division. So I didn't. I, th I think we could have some sneaky good teams come I out of this division. I really do. Uh, I did my stupid wild card thing just in case. Uh, 
two happened to make it, uh, but then I got nervous, so I had to throw Carolina in there. Uh, I wasn't going to throw Tampa, so I did NFC wild card for Falcons, Saints, and Panthers because they were all in and around almost five to one. Four thirty for Falcons, four thirty for Saints, uh, four ninety for Panthers. If the Panthers and Bucks are two of the worst teams in there, uh, both the Falcons and Saints might be able to pile on a handful of wins in there. And, uh, you know, like we were talking about in the AFC where it might take 10 wins, it could be eight hovering around in the NFC. So I, I think both the Saints and Falcons capable of being in and around that eight-win mark uh, so you get the division winner and maybe uh, a sneak a wild card in there. Uh, but then I got nervous I'd leave Carolina out and they end up with like the best defense in the league and then I get screwed out of it so I had to throw them in which sort of hurts the value a little bit but uh you still are in plus money if they get two teams into the playoffs there so uh that's pretty much what I got the only other thing I got in the NFC South is uh Carolina Panthers concede the least amount of points it sort of goes with the only way they're making the playoffs is if their defense is uh, truly outstanding. 20-1 to 1 on that one. You can take over for the uh, NFC All right, I'll go through everything I've got on the NFC South. Uh, we'll start with I've got a couple exact order of finishes. Uh, I, I kept the bottom two, swapped the top two. I've got Saints, Falcons, Panthers, Bucks at 8-1, to one, one unit there. And then I've got Falcons, Saints, Panthers, Bucks at 8-1 to one also. One unit on each of those. Um and this is probably one of my favorite futures right here. I, I like this one a lot. I'm probably this is going to be real life money futures yeah. here for me. I think Falcons to score at least one plus rushing touchdown in every regular season game, one hundred to one. I've got half a unit on that one. Uh, I know Arthur Smith's play calling from his time at Tennessee. They've got B. John Robinson. They've got Desmond Ritter. They're going to be getting some rushing touchdowns. I like this one a lot. Uh, and now we're going to wrap up with some uh, just some individual team ones. I've got Panthers under seven and a half wins, minus one twenty two a unit there. Bucks under six and a half wins, minus one forty two two units there. And then I've got Atlanta to make the playoffs in you know a weak NFC. I think there's going to be some wild cards up for grabs, plus one hundred four there two unit play. All right, so that's through all the teams. Let's get to the players. This is your category here. I, I will not be able to keep up. I'll do my best, but uh, get ready is, for a lot of champ here. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> there's a lot of player uh, uh, futures here. We're going to start with MVP awards. Uh, I got four guys I selected here. Uh, Jalen Hurts, probably the best value on the board, 12 to 1. That seems... I feel like he should be, like, the favorite. Yeah. Uh, if he hadn't gotten hurt last year, I think he might have, and if you look at it, he didn't even play a lot of fourth quarters last year because they were blowing teams away. Like, his numbers could be something ridiculous if they wanted to stat pad. Uh, we talked about it in both our preview show and here. Both think there's a chance Jags make a leap. 16-1, yeah. to 1, Trevor Lawrence, MVP. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 16-1, to 1, MVP. We talked about their offense being retooled. If he can, like, throw for 4,000 yards, rush for 700, 800 yards, Ravens, you know, 8, 9, 10 wins, he gets back in that conversation. And then lastly, we're going to throw Jordan Love. In there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> to one. Uh, oh, my gosh. This man has started, like, two football games in his life, and you're picking him well, for I MVP? I think he's started, like, 13 total, because he only started the one year in college as well. So, uh, But MVP of the National Football League. Well, 
Well, if the Packers win like 12 games, they aren't going to give it to Aaron Jones. So uh, <laughs> 35 to 1 worth a, a little bit of a, a splurge on there in case the Packers turn out to be great and they're playing spike football. What MVPs do you got? I just got the one play, Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to win it. Yeah. Uh, 12 uh, to 1. 12 to 1. Great value. If you're betting on one of those, probably Jalen Hurts. Uh, 16 to 1 Lamar Jackson, I didn't think was all if he. If they are managed to pass the ball, uh, you assume he'll get in and around his rushing yards. But if he can hit 25, 30 touchdowns, 4,016 to 1. All right, Offensive Player of the Year. I have four of these as well. Uh, the first one I took, Tyreek Hill, 20 to 1. Uh, you know, before Tua really got hurt, he was sort of on pace to break Calvin Johnson's records. If Tua stays healthy, I, I think he's got a shot at that. You do have Waddle on the other side of things. He might take some away. Uh, but I, I think 20-1, to 1, pretty good value for Tyreek Hill there. Uh, Lamar Jackson, we already talked about it in my MVP. 22-1 uh, to 1 there. Uh, I I thought both these were really, really... I didn't understand why they were in the 30-1. to 1. I know this brings in receivers and running backs, but if, you know, uh, Allen were to, say, rush for 700 yards, throw for 40 touchdowns, yeah. you're going to put him... Definitely in the offensive player of the year. And you got the same thing with Hertz. He throws for 4,000 ru- yards, rushes for 1,000 yards, throws for 30 touchdown rushes for, you know, 10 to 15 more. 30 to 1. I- I'm putting a little on that for offensive player of the year. Any offensive player of the year for you? I don't have that category. All right. We'll move to defensive player of the year. Uh, we're going to go TJ Watt, 8 to 1. Uh, that's pretty self explanatory. If he's healthy, he's going to be in that mix. Uh, the one actually I really, really like is Sauce Gardner at 20 to 1. If the Jets are going to be good, their yeah. defense is going to be good. He's in New York. He's. Quinnen Williams is probably their best defensive player. I got that a little later uh, in here with a fun little parlay that uh, FanDuel had up there. But 20-1, to 1, if the Jets end up winning 10, 11, 12 games, yeah. their defense is going to be what carries them. His name's going to be bouncing around with the New York bias, too. I think there's a shot there. Uh, you know, I mentioned Carolina. Brian Burns. Now, granted, I, me and 20 other people might be who know who Brian Burns is, but he's a very good defensive player. If Carolina is an elite defense, he'll be in there 35-1. to 1. Then I have the real, real long shot. Uh, Thibodeau, who really started to come on last year, it's the same sort of theory with Gardner. He'll be in that Giants territory. Yeah. If the Giants play above their level and win 10, 11, 12 games and are a contender, they're going to look for names. He'll be the name on there. Uh, any defensive player of the year for I- you? Do not. I know you have a couple rookies. I've got of the some year. couple couple rookies of the year. All right. Um we'll go me, rookie of the year on the offensive end, Anthony Richardson, seven to one. I think they're just gonna use him a lot, especially in the rushing game. So, you know, he might have three thousand yards passing, eight hundred to a thousand yards rushing, you know, be in there with twenty total touchdowns. And they like quarterbacks anyway. And the other thing is this doesn't really depend on your record. Nobody yeah. really cares what the rookie of the year's record is. So uh, I like that one at seven to one. I thought there was pretty good value there. Uh, speaking of getting used to rush the ball a lot, I'm going to take Atlanta Falcons rookie Bijan Robinson, rookie of the year, three to one. I got a unit on that. He's the favorite, I believe, yeah. or one of the favorites. Um, but he's going to get a lot of touches in this offense. Um, and then uh, I've got another, you know half a unit shot on Jameer Gibbs on Offensive yeah. Rookie of the Year. Um, he, he's going to be very Alvin Kamara-esque, and I think he's going to fit this uh, Detroit offense well. Um, 
he'll be sharing a lot of time with David Montgomery, but I think he's gonna he's gonna be integrated in the passing game uh, quite a bit yeah. and, and get uh, stats all over the field. Yeah, uh, the only reason I didn't love those is because they're both in backfields with other guys, so maybe the carries get split a little bit more. But they're definitely on better teams where more yardage will come. You know, yeah. Richardson will be on a bad team, but you know. He might look cooler when he, you know, barrels over a handful of linebackers uh, through the year. Defensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, there are a couple others that I like, but I think Jalen Carter, you know, looks the coolest on a poster and has the most sort of defensive stats yeah. that you see. I, I think somebody like Will Anderson might make more of a difference a couple of the other corners. Uh, but, you know, it, it's... It's hard to sort of see what Will Anderson does. He does get some sacks, but he's more just a game wrecker. You don't necessarily always recognize that. And Carter probably will get a ton of one-on-ones with that Philly thing and, you know, end up 10-11 sacks on that. So Carter, 550 Defensive Rookie of the Year. Any on uh, Defensive Rookie nope. of the Year for me? All right, uh, this one might be a little sacrilege. Comeback Player of the Year, yet... They pretty much already handed it to DeMar Hamlin, so you can't bet on that. But he is kind of a backup safety. <laughs> There's half an off chance if Buffalo has, like, injuries, they might release him. He's not like, you know, a stalwart on their defense. I don't know if you can give it to him if they have to release a guy or it's a guy you I don't know if they could PR-wise afford to release him. Well, that was a little bit of my worry, but if it's the NFL, maybe it's, you know, a blurb. Maybe they give him an extra roster slot just to keep him on the team. It's a blurb on, like, a Monday, and uh, then they aren't allowed to cover it anymore. But anyway, uh, Tua was down in looking just as bad occasionally as DeMar Hamlin a couple times in there. Uh, so 20-1 to 1, uh, seemed like a half shot. He's somebody who will play every snap and put up sort of numbers. Uh, so to a 20-1 to 1 comeback player of the year. Anything on comeback player of the year? No, but I'm going to give my one uh, coach of the year play. Oh, okay. uh, Arthur Smith, 14-1 to 1, uh, coach of the year in Atlanta. I think Atlanta could have a sneaky good year this year. You're oh. big on the Packers. I'm big on Atlanta. <laughs> big on Atlanta. I'm not not big on Atlanta. I just I don't know if Arthur Smith plays the kind of style of football that you like. I miss him in Tennessee. Coach of the year. <laughs> All right. I have a couple of awards parlays. These were on FanDuel. Uh, we mentioned it. I, I said Jalen Carter, Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, this one gives you the same odds. You also get Nolan Smith. Now, granted... Speaking of people you won't know are really good or bad, but you get an extra guy in there who's going to be an impact guy on yeah. defense, so it was worth a little bit extra. Uh, same with this one. I talked about Sars Gardner, but you also get Quinnen Williams. Now, uh, the odds of a defensive tackle winning defensive player of the year that doesn't get a ton of sacks, uh, you know, hard, but most people know Quinnen Williams, really good uh, defensive tackle, plus 950 on that. This one I, I liked. Lamar Jackson, MVP or Offensive Player of the Year, 10-1. to 1. He could win either or on that one. So maybe, you know, Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts wins MVP, but Jackson has fancy numbers. He wins Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, this one I took a shot on uh, because it was really, really huge. But C.J. Stroud, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Will Anderson, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, we talked about it, that maybe the Texans can get up to six wins. If they can do that, 
maybe they give the dynamic duo. Uh, yeah, you know, that'd be a impressive. Thing. Forty to one. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, now uh, this one's even better. Oh, wow, <laughs> the odds were really, really good on this. But if Carolina somehow can win more games than I think they can, Bryce Young, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Frank Wright, Coach of the Year. Oof, eighty-five to one on that one. So uh, not likely, but long shot odds, decent value, I think. And then. Uh, this one goes with my Packers love, uh, but probably has even less of a chance of winning a defensive. At least linebackers get tackles, so you can functionally see that. But I'm not even sure uh, Von Ness is going to play every down. But Matt LaFleur, Coach of the Year. Lucas Von Ness, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, 160 to 1 on that one. So uh, might take a couple uh, Hail Mary throws, see if uh, one of those hits. Uh, any fun player parlays that you I, I didn't get there. any par- player parlays. All right, we're going to go to end of the year uh, sort of player leaders here. Uh, I got pa- passing touchdown leader uh, Trevor Lawrence, 18 to 1, Lamar Jackson, 20 to 1 for that. Uh, any other uh, uh, passing leader totals you have? Uh, passing touchdowns, I've got uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, at forty to one, yes. got a unit on that, and uh, Josh Allen at six to one. Yeah, I got uh, passing yardage leaders. We got Tua and Trevor Lawrence, two guys who I think will throw the ball a lot. Uh, Eighteen to one on Tua to lead the league in passing yardage, and Trevor Lawrence sixteen to one to lead the league in passing yardage. Uh, I've got two on uh, passing yardage. One Trevor Lawrence at sixteen to one, and then I've got a little bit of a long shot. I like. Uh, Tannehill? No. Uh, to, to, to a sentence that you never thought you'd probably ever hear in your life. Uh, Geno Smith to lead the league in passing. Uh, 30 to 1. A small quarter of a unit play on that one. It's possible. Uh, he, They've got some weapons. He might be the second or third best quarterback in the NFC. So, All right. Uh, this was a fun one. We talked about it a yeah. little bit. Most interceptions. And uh, I, I dug deep on this one, and I was like, well, you're going to have to have somebody who probably plays most of the year. So you, I sort of crossed Stafford out. I crossed Baker Mayfield out. I crossed a couple of guys out. And I went, well, the three rookies, probably as long as they stay healthy, <laughs> yeah. are going to be in there for better or worse. And their numbers were pretty high, so it valued out. So Stroud, Young, Richardson all to lead the league in interceptions. 14 to 1 on Stroud, 16 to 1 on Young, 16 to 1 on Richardson uh, for most interceptions. I, I just took the one play. I've got Anthony Richardson, 16 to 1. He went calm. I went <laughs> uh, with the trifecta there. All right, uh, let's go to the rushing side of things. Uh, rushing touchdowns, lead the league in rushing touchdowns. Uh, I went four guys, all pretty long shots, but uh, the one I like most, Tony Pollard at. Uh, uh, 20 to 1. I, I thought that was really, really good value there. A sneaky little 30 to 1 Anthony Richardson. No, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Uh, that big body down there at the goal line. I don't know how many lo- times they're going to be down at the goal line, but I feel like that battering ram is going to be there. And if you look at Jalen Hurts, he was up there in rushing touchdown leaders. Yeah. So. I mean, use that body for what it's worth. Uh, the same sort of thing with Byron Robinson Jr. He's their sort of big pound at bat, thirty to one on that one, and then Kenneth Walker at twenty five to one. That's one I actually like because you know Seattle will, will pound yeah. the rock and go after that. So uh, Pollard, I think probably the best value because uh, they don't really have a 
backup running back who will get touchdowns. Mike McCarthy wants to run the ball this year. So uh, I, I doubt Deuce Vaughn is getting the carries down at the goal line. Uh, so 21 on that. Any rushing touchdowns? I don't have any rushing props. All right. Rushing yards. Uh, Tony Pollard, 12 to 1 on that one. We already mentioned Cowboys want to run the ball. And then Kenneth Walker, 23 to 1 on that. We're taking two teams. Who have liked to run the ball in the past? You said no rushing. I've, I've got a lot of these plays, but they're in my over-under category. Yeah. Uh, I, I did uh, some of those as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, total scrimmage yards. I, I took one here. I, I got Tyreek Hill at 25-1. to 1. I thought that was pretty good value. Like I said, he was on pace to break Calvin Johnson's you know 2,000-yard receiving record there. Uh, and he's probably good for about 200, you know, rushing yards when he gets those little rushing plays. So I thought decent value on that. Let's go to receiving uh, things here. Uh, receiving touchdowns. Calvin Ridley to lead the league in receiving touchdowns. 28-1, to one, same 28-1 to one with Mike Williams. If I can get a full season out of Mike Williams, I think that's pretty good value. One season. We need one healthy <laughs> season out of Mike Williams there. No receivers for you in the yardage. No. Nope. All right. Uh, total receiving yards. Tyreek Hill plus nine fifty. Uh, Stefan Diggs. I actually like the value on that one. Sixteen to one on that. I thought that was pretty good value uh, overall, especially if like Burrow's slow to start. Yeah. And you knock Jamar Chase out of there. You still got George, Justin Jefferson in there, but Diggs is always up there in the top three or four. So it, it's not that much of a long shot. Sixteen to one, I thought was good value. All right, some rookie. Uh, Receiving props. I've here. got a play here. I know. I saw that. Uh, <laughs> rookie receiving yards. I got Zay Flowers plus three fifty uh, on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I think they're going to throw the ball a little bit more. They're actually. It's one of those weird years where not a ton of receiving talent came in this year, uh, as sort of the past couple of years where we had a lot of guys who were really really good. It's sort of a medium. There's there's one I really like, and he went to Seattle, and it's Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, I got him six to one for most rookie receiving yards. Yeah, the problem there is they have Tyler Luckett and DK Metcalf yeah. on the outside. Um, all right, so uh, most receptions uh, for a receiver, I got Amar Rossi Brown twelve to one. Uh, actually, if you go back and look, there are only like two other guys who have more receptions than in the last uh, four years in the league. Uh, it, it it doesn't seem that way, but He's actually been a really, really consistent receiver. Uh, any more uh, sort of player uh, overalls? The rest of my plays are going to be over-unders. All right. Well, so let's go on a little bit of a run here. All right. I'm going to finish out my division stat leaders. I actually really liked these. So okay. uh, NFC North, passing yards, Jared Goff, plus 250. I really liked that one. I think we could cross Justin Fields off. I think we could... Probably cross Jordan Love off, despite the uh, MVP <laughs> vote. Uh, but uh, so that leaves Kirk Cousins. Uh, I'm going to take my chances if you're giving me 250 head-to-head golf Cousins. It's going to be a health thing, I think. Yeah. Uh, NFC, uh, South passing yards. Uh, this is actually my biggest future. Uh, Derek Carr is only minus 165. Um, the quarterbacks in the NFC uh, South are Desmond Ritter. Rookie Bryce Young and, and Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield till Kyle Trask takes over. Oof. So uh, as long as Derek Carr is alive and healthy, 
I think he's going to lead this division in passing yards. Uh, the Falcons possibly might not throw a pass all year long. So, uh, um, Hunt minus 165, six-unit play on Derek Carr to wow, lead the big. NFC uh, South uh, in passing yards. My other really big one, NFC West passing yards. Uh, we have Stafford and, uh, well, uh, question mark with the Arizona Cardinals. You got Brock Purdy there, but... Uh, they run the ball. But this was even. Geno Smith, plus 110 to lead the NFC as long as West he stays healthy. in passing yards. Uh, that was a four-unit play. So we're going to take advantage of those. Uh, NFC North rushing yards, uh, David Montgomery was plus 650. I think he's going to have a, some more yards than people think. He's always been a, a pretty solid, consistent rusher. Not explosive jump off the screen, but he gets his grindy yards and goes. Uh, NFC South uh, rushing yards. Um, Miles Sanders plus three twenty for Carolina. Hey, you know if they're going to move the ball, it's probably going to be with him. And then I'm taking a real long shot here. Uh, Kamara suspended. He, he sort of dropped off each and every year. Jamal Williams played really, really well for yeah. the Detroit Lions. Uh, you know you mentioned Atlanta splitting backs. I don't know what Tampa is. Uh, Carolina might not be able to move the ball at all. So Jamal Williams, sixteen to one. I thought that was decent value. I don't know if he's going to do it, but you know, yeah. If things break right, you know, five guys from Atlanta might have eight hundred yards. That's true. You know, uh, Tampa Bay. I'm not sure even has a qualified running back, <laughs> and Carolina can't move the ball. And you never know with Kamara right now. So sixteen to one seemed like good value. Uh, NFC North receiving yards: Christian Watson twelve to one. That was mostly just a long shot take. If Jordan Jefferson happens to get hurt, I'm not sure we're going with DJ Moore to lead the. League in receiving, and, you know, Amonra St. Brown would be the other one. But I think Watson and St. Brown probably around the same level of uh, receivers. So 12 to 1 seemed like good value. AFC East passing yards, Tua plus 290. Thought that was decent value. Yeah. Uh, you got Allen. It's him and Allen. Yeah. I don't think the Jets, if they want to be successful, are going to be trying to lead the league in passing yards. Yeah. If they are. And I don't think Jones <laughs> is going to be lighting yeah, it up. I They might another team who doesn't throw the ball the whole game. Uh, AFC East rushing yards. I, I was actually shocked. Uh, Cook, uh, now we got some more on him later, but Cook was plus I didn't think you liked split backfields. I'm not sure how split this was. I think this was a Aaron Rodgers request because someone might not be able to block. And <laughs> so I'm a little curious how much Bryce Hall 1 is going to get on the field with a coming back from a torn ACL, Reese. and how much he blocks. I think Cook's going to get a lot more carries than people think. Yeah. And then uh, AFC South, uh, receiving yards, Calvin Ridley, plus 250. I like that. I like that one. He's good. There's no one with the Texans. He got to rest a year. Um, I would not put money on me. Anyone on the Colts leading the league in receiving. You got Hopkins there, but... You know, he's been a little in and out of the lineup the last couple of years, too. And uh, it's not a team that tends to, you know, throw the ball a ton. And then, lastly, we're going to go through all our player numbers from teams. So, okay. Uh, I'm going to start off. This is going to be not in a 
great order because I couldn't <laughs> separate it. It was just going down the line. So we're going to start with the Arizona Cardinals. It's basically going to be in sort of alphabetical order. <laughs> All right. But not alphabetical order. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. I got James Conner 10 plus rushing touchdowns plus 360 half unit. And James Conner, this one I actually like, 750 rushing yards. Uh, on the season, plus 115, two units. How um, else are they going to move the ball? That's pretty much my theory. Uh, <laughs> this seems like the only person who's going to even be handling the ball on the Arizona Cardinals. So uh, I, I'm going to jump on some James Conner uh, while we can. Uh, anything on the Arizona Nothing side? Nothing for the Cardinals. All right. Baltimore Ravens. I got a couple Lamar Jackson ones here. Uh, Thirty plus passing touchdowns, two to one. Four thousand yards uh, passing, three fifty on that one. And uh, on the over, Lamar Jackson over three thousand three hundred and fifty passing yards, minus one twelve uh, on that one. Three unit play on that. And then lastly, Zay Flowers seven hundred and fifty receiving yards, plus one fifty five on that. Nothing on Baltimore for me. Okay. I'm trying to give you a break at some point, but you're not getting teams I have plays on. <laughs> well, I doubt you'll have any plays here. <laughs> no. Carolina Panthers. Uh, Adam Thielen, 10-plus receiving yards, 11-1. to 1. Um, I assume they will have at least 12 passing touchdowns on the year. Uh, he might be the only one who catches passing touchdowns. So, I don't know. He's always been a goal line guy. Uh, he's the only one who seemingly at one point in time, was a legit pass catcher in the NFL. Seemed like a lot, 11-1 to 1 for 10-plus receiving yards for Thielen. Uh, anything on the Carolina Panthers? Nope. All right, Cleveland Browns. I got one. All right, give us your <laughs> Cleveland Browns player. Uh, a player I really like, I think is going to be one of the better tight ends in the league this year, David Njoku. Uh, I think he's going to be one of Watson's favorite targets, and uh, three and a half was the number on touchdowns. He's going to be a red zone threat. Minus 134, two-unit play there to get at least four touchdowns. I'm going two on the Browns. One, Miles Garrett, 15-plus sacks regular season. I think that's easily a lock. Uh that's even money at 100. I go in four-unit play on that one. And then I'm going over to Sean Watson, 3,625 and a half passing yards. Uh, I, I don't even know if he'll be good, but I think he can get 3,800 yards passing if he plays all year. Uh, so minus 112 on that one-unit play on that one. To the Dallas Cowboys. Any Cowboys? I got I got a couple here, and uh, they're both on a guy that you liked in some of your yes. futures earlier. Well, we're loaded with those as well. Tony <laughs> Pollard. Uh, he, he might be the best running back in the league this year. Uh, good off defensive line. Run game's going to be solid. Uh, over 1,000 and a half rushing yards. Uh, I've got a three-unit play on that. And over seven and a half rushing touchdowns. Uh, One-unit play there. I got it. A couple on Tony Pollard. Uh, we're going Tony Pollard, 10-plus rushing touchdowns, plus 200. Two-unit play on that. Tony Pollard, 12 rushing touchdowns, plus 4. 41-unit play on that. Tony Pollard, over 1250 rushing yards, plus 340. One-unit play on that. And then we're going to throw in a little C.D. Lamb as well. This one, probably a little bit harder to hit, but 10 receiving touchdowns, plus 200 on wow. that. I, I, I don't really... Cooks... I don't know. He seems like the only one to throw to. So yeah. if they're going to score, it's going to be Pollard and Lamb. So I thought maybe at least I could split the difference. One of those is going to have 10 touchdowns uh, on something. So uh, Detroit Lions, anything on the Lions with us? Uh, no. 
All right, I'm going Aiden Hutchinson, Tim plus Sachs. I liked the value there. Oh, wait, I did have a Lions. I'm oh, sorry. You Go do ahead. have a Go, Lions. Sorry. We'll finish out. Aiden Hutchinson, Tim plus Sachs, even money, minus 110 on that one unit play. Jared Goff, 4,000 yards passing, plus 122 units on that. And then I think we got the David Montgomery love here. 1,000 plus rushing yards, plus 341 unit on that. I really like that one. I don't know if Montgomery's going to get the yardage, mm-hmm. uh, but I think he's going to get the touchdowns. And yeah. his a line was at 5.5. It's juiced pretty bad to 150. But I think this guy's make a good double-digit touchdowns. I got four units on that yeah. over five and a half rushing touchdowns. Yeah. All right. Indianapolis Colts. Uh, no. I got one play there. <laughs> Anthony Richardson, ten plus rushing touchdowns, plus four ninety. I already mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they're running the ball on the goal line, it's probably going to be him. Uh, uh so. Give me that all day long at five to one. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I, I'll start. Uh, I've got Calvin Ridley over nine hundred and fifty and a half receiving yards, minus one twelve. I like that one. All right, uh, I got a handful of Jags. Uh, we're going positive Jags here. Trevor Lawrence forty plus touchdowns, twelve wow. to one. The breakout year, forty plus. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence four thousand yards passing. I actually really like this one. That Put- one's. Minus 120. I think that's free money on that one. Uh, Ridley, 1,000 yards. I think if he stays healthy, that one's pretty easy, especially uh, plus 155. I I like that one. Uh, Ridley, six receiving touchdowns, minus 130 on that one. Then we'll uh, take a little bit here and put uh, 10 receiving touchdowns for Calvin Ridley. Probably won't hit that with the depth that the Jags have. But 5-1, to uh, decent value on that. on Calvin Ridley, 10-plus uh, rushing touchdown. New Orleans Saints, anything with the Saints? I got a couple. There's one player I like in particular on the Saints, and I think he's going to become a favorite. Uh, Chris Olave, uh, mm-hmm. over five-and-a-half receiving touchdowns, uh, minus 112, three-unit play there. Uh, and then eight-plus receiving touchdowns for Chris Olave. That's plus 240 unit there. Uh, I got one. Derek Carr, 4,000 yards passing on that. You mentioned it. Uh, theoretically, Michael Thomas is also healthy. He once could play football pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he still can, but if you can give me Thomas and Olive, uh, that's a nice little passing uh, tandem there. Uh, plus 140 uh, on that one uh, uh, for Derek Carr, over 4,000 yards. Seahawks, any life? Yeah. Yeah, we're getting good. <laughs> Gino, over 3,825 passing yards. That's minus 112. Yeah. Four I- units there. He breaks that easily. I got a couple, couple Kenneth Walker ones, uh, a thousand plus yards plus one thirty five, one unit play there, uh, twelve fifty rushing yards on that one plus five fifty half unit on that, and then Tyler Lockett seven hundred and fifty receiving. See, I, I, I think Njigba's going to take away some of his production. Nothing takes away Tyler Lockett's production every year. It's always there, yeah, no, and then he always gets his numbers. He's like Brandon Cooks, except. <laughs> Better and possibly more likable. But uh, Tyler Lockett, 750 receiving yards, minus 170. Four-unit play there. New York Jets, anything going on with Nothing the Nothing on the Jets for me. Well, I mentioned it. Dalvin Cook, 750 uh, rushing yards on the season, plus 200. Going all in on that one. Two units on that one. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 1,000 rushing yards, plus 650. One-unit play on that one. Uh, Buffalo Bills. Uh No. We're going to go James Cook, six-plus rushing touchdowns, plus 260. Maybe they don't run Josh Allen every time down yeah, at the They might want to keep him healthy. That would be a good idea, but uh, we'll see. Uh, 
I don't know if the place always called for Josh Allen to run. I think sometimes he might just take off and ram his large body through people. But uh, Cook, six-plus rushing touchdown, plus 260 on that one. Pittsburgh Steelers, anything? Yeah, I got one. I had a little bit of a resurgent year, I think, this uh, this year for this guy. Najee Harris, over 825.5 yards rushing at minus 112. We've got one unit play there. Yeah. We're going to ride the uh, George Pickens train here. Uh, Pick it to Pickens. Yeah. Uh, he definitely looks good on a poster. Can he be a elite receiver? We'll probably find out this year. But picking 750 receiving yards minus 145, four-unit play there. 1,000 receiving yards uh, plus 272-unit play there. And George Pickens, six-plus uh, receiving uh, touchdowns uh, plus 125, two-unit play there. All right, uh, Green Bay Packers, anything? No. I'm going Christian Watson, 1,000 receiving yards, plus 181-unit play there. The Washington Commanders. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I got one, but I couldn't find the other. If you can find like a 750, I would advise taking that one and adding a unit to that to this to balance it out. But Jahan Dotson, 1,000 receiving yards, uh, plus, uh, plus 320. One unit play on that. But if you can find that 750, 800 somewhere, that's really what i take. I couldn't find it on FanDuel or DraftKings. I didn't bother to look at the uh, other snobbier ones that are a little less kind to player plops. But I think Dotson will have a big year, and I actually think he, he might be a little bit better than McLaurin this year. Tennessee Titans, anything? I've got one. Yeah! My boy Ryan Tannehill, over 17 and a half passing touchdowns. Well, I'll... Two units. Go with that. I got DeAndre Hopkins, six-plus receiving touchdowns, plus 125. Little shocked that was at plus 125. I think Hopkins grabs the touchdowns. He's still able to get that jump ball. Probably their best option down there still uh, for that two-unit play on that. Uh, Cleveland Browns. Uh, Njoku, again, uh, over three-and-a-half receiving touchdowns, minus 134, two units there. I'm going with Zadarius Smith, 10-plus sacks. I think on the opposite side uh, of Miles Garrett, he'll get one-on-one. He's been a sack beast uh, pretty much his whole career uh, coming out of the Vikings uh, season. Zadarius Smith, 10-plus sacks, plus 122. Uh, New York Giants, anything? Nothing on the Giants, but uh, I've got at least one, two maybe, that you haven't hit. Maybe some teams you didn't have props on. Yes, I know. This is my last one. Uh, We'll go. Tavion Thibodeau, 10 plus sex, plus 440. I thought that was pretty good value to get him 10 plus sex. One unit play there. I think the three that we didn't hit, I don't think you had any for the Dolphins. I don't have any I've for the Dolphins. I've got Tua, over 3,800 passing yards uh, at one unit there. Uh, the Bengals, I've got Mixon, over 825 rushing yards. And then finally, Kansas City Chiefs, Isaiah Pacheco, over five and a half mm-hmm. touchdowns. Big on the Pacheco. Minus 108. Trusting Andy Reid to pick a run. I, I, I think there's going to be more running <laughs> offense, with, especially with this Kelsey injury. I think I, they're going to run the ball more. They might, but it might be some running back who's not on that team yet. <laughs> and that wipes it out for And me. that wipes it out. NFL futures in Fun the stuff. box. Uh, we'll see how we did at the end of the year. Last year, very, very good This is my first year in futures in the NFL. Yeah, I know. We'll see how you do on the futures in the NFL. Be sure to like and subscribe and watch all our shows. New Wager Zone dropping. We'll have our picks shows out in the next couple 
of days and uh, all football this week. Uh, soccer uh, on the back burner as they go to international play. Maybe a few plays from me. I'll have to look and see. Probably none from Dynamite David. Uh, sort of a good time to reset the brain. Yeah. Look forward two weeks from now where <laughs> it'll probably be in brain overload. But uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Catch all our shows on GLN TV. That's our show, and we're out. Greenlight Network presents Football Time. <laughs>